Hello Sunshine, this is Shauna, also known as Creative Stitching Diva, and you are listening to Chronicles of a Crochet Diva Podcast. Enjoy! Hello, how art thou? Happy holidays. How art thou? So we got Brandon. Is Brendan? Brendan, yes. Brendan. Mm-hmm. Because I love the name Brendan Thank more you. than Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. My mom wanted to be creative, so she definitely was. I actually like the name Brendan better. But Thank you. Yeah, that's real different, especially with the Y, kind of classy and different. So I just want to introduce Brendan, and we're friends, and he's a crafter and a crocheter, and he's also a vampire. We're going to talk about that as well. (laughs) I am excited because we're going to have a conversation about who Brendan is and how this year been, how next year is going to be, and blah, blah, blah. But before I go on, though, I wanted to know, did anyone get popping yet? Like, I want to know. Some people has been, they've been buying my um, popples. So, Brendan, this this new mm-hmm. thing now, it's a little circle, and it's mm-hmm. called popple. And Popple is like a new business card, but it's not just for business people. It's for anyone. And I'm going to show you what it is. It's really, 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 really cute. And I love it because I'm able to, you don't have to always um, have your business card out. Okay. This right here is something that I think everybody needs to have. So this is it. And what it is, is, let me play it. What it is, is, the, um, why is not playing? <laughs> when you, um, I don't know why it's not playing. When you have your phone, on the back of your phone, there's um, this little circle. And mm-hmm. when you are with someone else and they are, I just put me out (laughs) and they want your information, your social media, Mm -hmm. all of that is in that little tiny circle and that little tiny circle. All you have to do is click 
each other's phones. It doesn't matter at all what you have. If you have an Android and they have an iPhone, it doesn't matter. You just click the phones mm -hmm. and your social media comes up. It could be okay. your email, it could be your telephone number, it could be all of that. But if you didn't get it, it's in the description at the bottom. Yep. So that's all you need to do is go okay. in the description and click on and you can get your own popple. You are going to get 20% off if you use my code. My code. So that's okay. in the description as well as all of my graphs and everything is on sale this week, 25% off. So that's in the description. I needed to get that off. I needed okay. to get that off before we start our conversation. Um, is my volume okay? Okay. Making sure the volume is all right. All right. So, Brendan, how are you? Who are you? Tell us who you are. Well, um, name is Brendan. I am from Warren, Ohio. It's a small town. I'm about an hour from uh, from Cleveland, three hours from Columbus. Um, about my crochet background, I um, started crocheting when I was 10. My mom wanted to teach me how to do it because I was so nosy <laughs> about what she was trying to do. So um, she taught me the very basic stitches of crochet and I was so intrigued by that process. Um, so I, again, was so intrigued by it. So I started looking into the crochet crowd with Mikey and it took off from there. I have been crocheting now for about 18 years. So um, in 2014, a school that I used to go to in the early 2000s, their principal contacted me and asked me to come in and teach their fourth and fifth grade students how to crochet. And uh, by our third week, we were on our first small project. And um, what I will say about that experience, it was interesting because I had never taught crochet before. Um, never, I didn't know how to teach it, where to go from there. So I looked mm -hmm. into it, got some, you know, pointers and tips on what I should start out with. And we put together a blanket. They, I made, I had them make granny squares. So everybody made a square. And I also, of course, had other people from around the world sending them to me. So I incorporated their squares oh, as well cool. as everybody else. Right. And we made um, a, a huge Afghan. I also um, dabble in a bit of sewing. So I um, made two pillows and we also I made like pillowcases with the squares as well. And we raffled it and it brought five hundred dollars into the school. So oh. it was quite the experience. <laughs> I know that makes well, when I try to teach other people and they actually get it and not only do they get it, they enjoy it. And it's like a big deal. Man, I'm like, my head is like big. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. So after that, yeah. was it something that you just said, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. This is something I'm going to just, you know, try to make a either a hobby or a business. Um, I can't say that in either one of those really from that experience because after that, it was like, 
I think I, I've, I've done what I wanted to at this point. Um, I, I've never taught it again. I didn't have the desire to because when you're dealing with how many kids were there, like 10 to 12 kids at one time. So you're having to teach each one of them. And it's very hard to give individual attention to each person to see what they're doing wrong and how mm-hmm. to correct what they're doing. So I don't, I can't say that I really wanted to make a business of it. I didn't really want to continue with it. I did, however, when I moved to Columbus, this was at the end of my stay in Columbus. I had actually worked at Joanne Fabric for a short time and um, I originally wanted to go into Joanne as a teacher of crochet, but unfortunately they did not have an opening for that. And I just ended up being where they wanted me to be. But I kind of feel like that was my main thing was I wanted to do that, but they didn't have the opening. So it wasn't meant for me to do it, but who knows, maybe, maybe sometime in the future, I will do that. So right now, though, you're a vampire. So I say that because <laughs> I keep saying vampire because when I drew blood, so I am an LPN, but I haven't been doing this since a long time. I stopped um, when I started getting sick. So since I've been home, I've been doing more crocheting. But back then, back in the days, I started, I went to school, and as soon as my, I had my son, I went mm-hmm. to college, and then I went straight ahead to medical assistance, then I went to uh, do the LPM courses, and drawing blood was not something that I wanted to do at all. <laughs> I didn't mind doing everything else. I would, I didn't mind giving medic, medicine to the patients, and patients was just my everything. But during mm. blood, once my, my boss made me do it, because I was also a, um infertility specialist, and you mm. have to draw blood for them every That's other right. day, I was like, oh, please. He was like, Shana, you have to do it. Shana, <laughs> Shana, you got to do it. I was like, oh, please, <laughs> please, 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 no, no, no. He made me do it. Yeah. Increased my pay, but he made me do it. And then it was just this, like, magic happened. Because ever since then, my mom, my family, everybody's like, yo, I want you to draw my blood. Because it was, like, not just something that I did. It was something I loved. And I liked my patients. So I did it. And I was good at it. And then I became the vampire because then it got to the point where I was like, I'm going in and I'm getting that blood and that's it. And the only thing I didn't like doing was babies. But other than that, anybody else, especially like cancer patients and elderly, it was a passion. So what is it that you like about being a vampire? Is it something that you think you would love to keep doing? Well, I will say it's um it's an experience for sure um i just started my classes november the the 10th i think it was that i started Uh, so you knew blood yeah so we (laughs) you you know we're on break we're on break right now but um we've gone through the motions so far i've drawn 
some tubes. So um, it, it's just an experience. It's mm -hmm. one of the the first time I can remember doing that. Um, my instructor let me draw blood on her, and I was sweating bullets as mm -hmm. she sitting there with her arm out, and I got the tourniquet on her and. Um, one girl in my class, she goes, I was holding my breath with you. And I didn't figure everybody was as nervous as me because they weren't having to do it. But it's definitely an experience. And I think I would enjoy it. Um, I've always wanted to work in a medical setting or a hospital setting. My mom is a retired registered nurse. So I, I think that's where I will be most comfortable. So maybe, maybe I will enjoy doing it. I think once you keep going, because I felt that as well, the nervousness, yeah, mm -hmm. you got a needle and you mm -hmm. got it next to somebody, actual flush. Right. So I understand that. But once <laughs> you, the knowledge and it's like a repetition, the more you do it, the more knowledge you have, the more people, because then you're going to start noticing everybody has different skin. Everybody have different veins. And then you're going to start noticing the feels. Right. I was like, I was, I'm not, I was like that real vampire to the point where like I would walk past somebody like, oh, they got these veins. Oh, look at those veins. <laughs> like really seriously. Like I would look at my significant other and be like, oh, let me just draw that blood. <laughs> it got to the yeah. point where I was a and so then I started okay. working at LabCorp. Mm -hmm. So then that's all I did was draw blood. And the place right. that I worked at, they drew, they had many, 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 many people. It was like I worked at the shore and this was like the busiest place in um, central New Jersey. So, of yeah. course, they stuck me there in the middle of all the chaos. But it got to the point where I was doing so well, they bumped me up. And I was managing the whole thing. But I love what I did. And we would join patients like a good like 150 a day or, or more sometimes. And then I would do drug screens and stuff. So like I said, eventually down the line, you will probably love it. And not only will you love it, it will be something that people will probably come be like, I just want Brendan. Because that's that right there, like really touched me when people come in and be like, is Shauna around? I just want Shauna. I just want the black girl. I want the heavyset black girl. Like, I swear, people would just walk in there. I want the black girl in the back. And yeah. it was a point in time yeah. I was pregnant. I want the I want the pregnant girl. I'm like, really? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, just stick with it. I'm telling you, it's 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 a pleasure. It's a blessing. It's something I love. And I think you will love it too. I did not crochet at that time. Okay. If I did. I don't think mm. I would be crocheting. Right. It's it's a I don't even know if you want to call it a hobby, but it's it's more a passion, I think. Um and I find myself like I find myself more curious and interested in phlebotomy more than crochet right now because there's so much to learn about it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's I might do it. Yes. Yes, I currently I have like 600 flashcards that I, I've made just over the last few there weeks. There is. So, yeah. Wow. You know what? To be honest with you, Brandon, I think I learned the most 
just by experience. Not even in the school. Not even in school. I learned the most by just being there and Mm -hmm. at my job. And and, because at school, they're going to teach you the basics, but it's so much. So when you are actually working and you are actually, you know, doing the labels and doing the blood, it's going to be so repetitious that you're going to constantly um, remember. And not only that, you're going to see so many patients with so many different things. It's going to be new things that you never even heard of. And now they got COVID now. So you got so many new things that is coming out that I don't even know because this has been over a decade since I, the last time I drew blood, I know you'll do well though. I know you'll do well. And I know that it's going to be, I don't want to keep talking about, I know they like, what the hell? We done made this into a vampire session, but I'm telling you like, that was really a passion of mine. And I guess you could say, if I didn't have yarn, I had my blood. Like I had blood and I was really a vampire because I was, a night out and I would really like I had to get up the crack of dawn to be at work and I don't get home mm-hmm. until like real late I'm telling yeah. you you would really enjoy it I think that it's something that you can you can make great money because when I left I was making great money and you could always okay. go up on the scale it's not just something that you could do at the hospital like it's so many different places that hire Phlebotomist, you can go to people's houses and stuff, and that is the reason why I loved doing it. I loved, yeah. I loved. It. Well, I had looked into traveling phlebotomy. I'll say that real quick. I did look into traveling phlebotomy, and I think after I get some tincture in this field, then that's something I'll venture on into because that sounds interesting. Good, good good money it was great money back then so it should be great money now especially during the pandemic you should be getting some bonuses and stuff now i i see a great um financial stability awaiting for phlebotomists a lot of people can't handle it a lot of people can't do it there's always they hate us but it's okay It's okay. It's something that has to get done. Exactly. I was going to say, that's the thing for me. That's also another thing why I went into it. My mom initially was like, no, you don't want to draw blood, especially, you know, with all the different types of diseases that are carried through the blood. And I told her, someone has to do it. Someone Mm -hmm. has to. And there's always going to be a need for a phlebotomist. I don't see them... um, I don't see them making a machine to draw blood and then in turn taking away jobs. So there's always going to be a demand for phlebotomy, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and even if you have a patient like Shay, I Mm -hmm. learned how to, because Shay, I can imagine her being a real bitch because (laughs) she already saying she hates people. Like, well, she said, y'all will, y'all both Y'all will both hate me. That's what she said. <laughs> Listen, I didn't hate my patients. I had yeah. I had a certain way of talking. And even if they didn't like it or were scared, I was like in and out just like that. And it's a certain skill that you develop after a while that even my mom, who have 
horrible things. Even her, she's the type of mother that be that will tell another phlebotomist, well, my my daughter knows what she's doing. My daughter know how to do this. I don't work there, Ma. I can't just go there. But yeah, that that's what I did. And that's what it got to the point where those people who didn't like it, including kids, they will always want to come to me. So mm-hmm. anytime you need help, anytime you need something, you can always come to friend. And okay. um, I'm here if you need me. I'm here. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you would do extremely well. I know you Thank will. You. Thank you. <laughs> so someone wants to see your work. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go. And I had to, I didn't realize that we weren't friends on Instagram. So I kind of sort of like, went into you and I'm like, he got his page <laughs> private, like word. <laughs> I had to, yeah. I'll say this really quickly. I had to put my page on private because I had so many fake pages trying to follow me. And oh, when, yeah. when your page is open like that, you get so many uh, people following you who are actually legitimate. And then you get that one who's fake and you don't know that because you get so many that are you know, there. So um, if there's a big request to follow me, then I'll make it public. But for now, it's private. Okay. So they want to see your work and okay. I want to show them your work because you have good work. I wouldn't have you on here if you didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do want to mention because the first thing that everyone is going to see is those jewels. Now, mm-hmm. I use. I never really used stitch markers. I'm going to be okay. honest. I never really used them. And when you showed me you had stitch markers, I said, okay, I don't use these, but I'm going to support. This is a fellow crafter. I'm going to support. <laughs> and then I said, uh, Shauna, I need these things. It was something that said I needed a stitch marker. So I said, I'm going to use them. I'm going to use Brendan stitch markers. And let me tell you something. That stays in my bag still to this day. It stays in my bag. Because they're prettier than the regular stitch markers. Like the regular plastic ones, they're real pretty. And and you gave me a selection. Like, what color you want? I was like, (laughs) I want those. I want those. So, And it wasn't a, 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 a bad price at all. And I got, I think, two sets. So I was yeah. very pleased. I didn't even know you could make them, to be honest with you. I really oh, yeah. Didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want those, though. Those, I okay. didn't see those uh, butterflies. <laughs> I, I didn't still have that. those. You do? Okay. Yeah. Hit me up. I need them. Okay. <laughs> I need them. I didn't see that. I want yeah. them. I'm serious. We're going to okay. talk. <laughs> and and this is pretty too. I don't understand why all of a sudden I'm like so into stitch markers now. <laughs> well, I will say the stitch markers are. I have a friend um, that I met in Columbus, and we are really good friends. Her name is April, and I've tried to get her to use stitch markers because they come in handy so much. Um, you wouldn't realize, you wouldn't realize how much you need a stitch marker until you have that one project and you're on the go and then you've ripped out a whole row because you know how things go. So 
And that's why I did them for myself because I wanted to not have to redo a full row of work that I had ripped out, you know, without me knowing it. So they are really, really handy. Well, let me tell you something. I actually use them and your work is phenomenal. Thank you. I look at neatness. I look at um, creativity. I look at the stitches. Like, this right here is too cute. (laughs) Thank you. This is too cute. I look at all of that, and I'm like, wow. Like, this is really beautiful. So, my son wants me to teach him how to crochet. Okay. And at first, I was like, I don't know why he wants me to teach him how to crochet. I didn't know if it was like a motive to it. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. So a, a couple of weeks ago, I had Wono Crochet on here. Wino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he explained the reason why he started crocheting. And he, he said, basically, you know, just introduce it to your son and see if he likes it. Mm-hmm. Well, I said I will teach him. He's not really interested. I think he just wanted to be up under me for a little bit. Yes, he wanted to be nosy. <laughs> yeah. Because <I> <laughs> when I say you want to learn, yeah, he wants. And every now and then he'll still say, I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn. So I'm going to get, I'm, he's 11. So I'm going to let him get a little okay. bit older because right now he still play with toys. You don't want nobody to tell me that. He still <laughs> play with toys. He still play with action okay. figures and stuff like that. So I'm going to still let him do that. But eventually down the line, I think I'm going to still try to teach him how to um, crochet. And mm. my oldest is like, uh-uh. No. <laughs> uh-uh. I get it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't, uh-uh. <laughs> Don't put me next to a hook. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. So it's like the two are so different. And yeah. I, I asked Bono Crochet, um, like, how did he feel when he started crocheting? Like, did he get tormented or anything like that? And he actually said, yeah, but he didn't care. Mm-hmm. He didn't care. It wasn't it is that is that what happened to you? Um thinking back on it not so much. I didn't get I not so much. Not so much the tormenting part of it. It was more what are you doing? Um that's a, a, an old person's thing to do. Yeah. This that third and it's really not um I don't even have the argument anymore because there's a lot that is behind that. But when I was in college, I did um, a presentation on crochet and it actually started, I want to say in the late 1700s or early 1800s. And um, men used to have to crochet their own nets to go fish to bring food home because they didn't have fishing, you know, fishing rods back then. So they used to have to create their own nets and take them out and catch their food. And that's how they did that. Um, 
Rosie Greer is another reason why I did it because he um, he he doesn't crochet, but he does needlepoint, and he is damn good at that. So if he can do that and he doesn't feel any type of way about it, then I can crochet and anybody can have their opinion because now I use it as a source of income. So at least it's something that brings me some money, you know, so, but not so much the tormenting. It was just, mm -hmm. more that, you know, that's an, an old person's thing to do. And I, I totally disagree. That's something that I thought. Well, yeah, and I can understand <laughs> that. Um, but once you look into that, it, it's really not. And now there's so many people who are doing it just because. And, of course, quarantine has, you know, a lot of people that are starting. Oh, new yes. So uh -huh. There's a lot of us that, have, that are OG and we've been in the game for a while. And then there's the newbies. But I can't really say anything negative about them because I was there at one point. So, mm -hmm. but I get it. it. But unfortunately, a lot of people will talk about you because you do it. But I, I could care less because it's one of those. Think about if we were several hundred years back, you know, and no fishing rods. But we have a whole family at home that we have to provide for this is the only way that we can go and provide for our family. So that's the way that I look at it. So I, I don't understand how it turned from that to the grandma thing. And then now it's like this big thing now, like crochet is the yeah. end thing now. And it's yeah. so many young people that are crocheting. And that's why I started this though. That's why I started this podcast because crochet saved my life i yeah. also started showing like doing tutorials on graph hands that because that's yeah. my specialty that's my niche so i started okay. doing graph hands and i do a tutorial and so tomorrow i have mentor monday now that's why i started mentor monday because there's so many younger people that are not just younger people but people who are learning period and right. they don't have that mentor like you had your mom. And I had my aunts and I had my um like um close friends and family that have been crocheting for years and years and years. I had those people in my life who showed me how to do it the right way. So I can tell when you crochet, it's neat. I don't mm. see your seams. I I can tell yeah. you put time and energy in it. And Versus someone who you could tell rushed through it because they learned from someone else on YouTube. Not, right. not YouTube, obviously. But when you are <laughs> learning and you're going from this person to that person because you want to learn how to do what they're doing, you don't know where they learned from. They may have learned from YouTube. And some of them will say, I don't know, or this is how I do it. This is mm -hmm. my way. But sometimes that way may be good, but it may be a way that may look it may make it look better, like professional. So is that something that was like like my crochet mentor was your mom on it like that? Like those stitches are not good, or you know you could be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, she like I said, she um, started me with just the basics. Um, 
And even to this day, she will say openly, he outcrochets me by a long shot because I like, I'm just so intrigued by it. Um, what I will say is remember how earlier I said that I was so intrigued by it. So I looked into it more and Mikey at the crochet crowd, that's who I actually followed. He is more of a mentor to me. Um, because I, I watched him for so many years and I learned so many different techniques. Um, and then I just got so good at it. And then it was like, well, I want to perfect my craft. So what I will say is the newbies, they need to pick someone who they are learning from and stick with that one person because there are so many different techniques for crochet. So many different people do different things. And what works for someone else may not work for me. Exactly. So, um, exactly. pick someone. Pick someone that you are watching and you're learning from, and just let that be your your main person instead of bouncing around from person to person. Because again, there's so many different techniques. That's why I started the Mentor Monday, and then I also have Grafton University. I I want to show the different techniques but i want to show like how to make it look professional and how to make it look good and not just something you just putting together because that's what everyone is doing they just want to say i did this and right. not realizing that sis or bruh <laughs> your your um like if you wash your blanket it might fall apart It'll if fall you didn't apart, do yeah. it the right way you have mm -hmm. a hat you selling your hat but it might have like strings hanging from it because I've been there. I've done that like way back yeah. then. But then I also had the two people like at me, like uh, you need yeah. to fix this or you need to fix that or that's good. But so I think yeah. them because that's how I became who I am. But that's another reason why I said, let me do this mentor Monday thing. But then I find some people say they don't have, mentors and there yeah. and i can see their work looking good but then it could also be the power of the camera <laughs> right that is true <laughs> yes that is true and i can also say about myself um the reason why i got so good at doing this is i remember i had crocheted i think it was i think it was a scarf that i had made some time ago it was well over 10 years ago at this point and I took it and I put it in the washer to wash it. And when I pulled it out of the washer, it had all fell apart. And to this day, anything that I make and sell to someone, I am going to wash it before I send it out. Because if it's going to fall apart, it's going to fall apart on me. It's not going to fall apart on the other person. So that's the other reason why I chose just to learn how to do it and Again, it's it's just a matter of finding someone who you like, who can, you know, teach you something and it be worthwhile and you can take what they're teaching you and build off of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. I I just want I just like for my stuff to look good, feel good, and for everyone to be happy, but everyone can't be happy if you like. Put it together real quick and not know like how to really like professionally 
put it together. And there's a lot of professionals out there that can help you. Again, I had great mentors, but I want to ask you something, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> so be put being a vampire aside, put crochet to the side. What do you do to have fun? Um, I, mainly I crochet. <laughs> That's my source of fun. No, no, no. Um, put that to the side. <laughs> what else? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hang out with my dog a lot. Um, recently, I moved back from Columbus back to Warren, so I've just been trying to, you know, get my place back here again. And I can honestly say I really don't have fun because I'm I'm working towards a goal at this point. So right, right. my my fun is very little at this point, but. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'll go out for the occasional drink and I'll take myself out to dinner. But, And I, I think that could be considered fun, but I don't really do them all much. I'm not a mall person. I know that that sounds bad, but I'm not a mall person. I'm not a mall um, person. <laughs> I'm not. I, I never could do it. Like, I have my few select stores. I, if I have to go in the mall and they are exclusively in the mall, I'll do it. I'm going straight to that store and I'm coming right back out. So, but I don't really I have a lot really of Really not a mall person. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. you're called uh, Taz, right? Yes. You yes. know, I remember, I remember uh, a post you had a while ago and you said Taz. That's what I used to call my little one. I used to call my little one Taz because okay. he was like a Tasmanian devil. But people yeah. got mad at me because I kept calling him a Tasmanian devil. And it was like, stop calling him that. Stop calling him. Because he's really going to be one. But the only reason why I called him that is because one day he got so mad and was like, Rrr! and he picked <laughs> up a table and threw it. And, and I was like, yeah. I was like, that's wow. Taz. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was grunting and everything. But I, I I saw that on your post and I was like, oh, wow, that brought back memories of yes. what I used to call my son. <laughs> Where you get that name yeah. from? Actually, when I adopted him, he that was already his name. Um, and I can't for the life of me really figure out where his original owners came up with that. And I don't even know if that was his original owners or that was the shelter that I adopted him from. Oh. But he is not, he's not a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> and when I originally adopted him, I thought, okay, so I don't see this name fitting you. So, and I remember this very vividly. Um, I, I went back home to my significant other at the time. And I told him, Hey, there's this dog at the shelter that, I really want this dog. I went in, I saw him, and Taz is very timid, in my opinion. He He's not, that name just did not fit him. And I thought about changing his name. I went through my head thinking every name that could possibly work for him. And every time that I would think of this, of this dog and I had the picture of him in my mind, I couldn't picture him with any other name but Taz. So, and that's just been him, but he's not a Tasmanian devil. I can't figure for the life of me where they came up with that. Like Shay says, oxymoron. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause her dog name is Elmo. Oh, okay. Elmo. Oh, Elmo. <laughs> Elmo, like we were on here one time and Shay was talking and all of a sudden I hear this snoring and I'm like, yeah. I know she don't have no man in her bed sleeping <laughs> and snoring while we on live. And she was like, no, that's Elmo. You, your dog yeah. snoring. Yes. yes. Don't tell me Taz snores like that too. Yes, he he snores like he has worked a twelve hour shift, and I'm like, "Where is this coming from?" What? <laughs> yes. I didn't yes. know dogs snore like that. Yes, he Taz when he gets because he's laying right over here on my bed, so <laughs> he um, when he gets in his spot and he's comfortable, it's. It's all, it's a wrap for him. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. I know cats make funny noises, and that's what my kids and I were trying to find a cat. But mm -hmm. I know cat make like purring, purring sounds, and I think it's the cutest thing. But that snoring, I was like, what is that? You yes. gotta be kidding me. Yes, dog. Wow. Taz, especially, he can really snore. Like, I, I've just, I'm thinking, is this a grown man that's just worked a full eight or 10, 12 hours? Right. Like, that's how he snores. But it's, it, I know that it's woken me up a few times. So, <laughs> how old is Taz? Taz is four. He um, will be five next July. Aww. He is, he's very much a Leo. And I say that because uh, when I went through, first of all, my birthday is July 28th. There's a story behind this. When I went into the shelter to look at a dog, they don't really tell you their birthdays. And I that's the furthest thing from my mind is when, they, when they're born. So when I got his papers, when I paid you know the fee and i picked him up that next day i looked at his paperwork and it said july 30th and i thought yeah you're a leo he acts just like i do so but he he has been with me now for about four years so wow yeah. i guess shay shay's saying <laughs> shay wait i don't know if her oh she said that she's July 31st. All these July birthdays. <laughs> and her dog, Elmo, is a cancer 7.6. Oh, 7. Oh, July 6th. Okay. okay. Man. All these July birthdays, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess All Elmo and um, Taz need to get together. Yes, they would love it. <laughs> they would love it. <laughs> Man, you like cats? I'm not a cat person. My like, my friend April, she lives in Columbus, and she's got she had three at that time. And I'll put up with cats, but I'm not a cat person by any means. Um, I don't like how they claw your furniture. I hate that. You, you, um, she, you just give them a little manicure and pedicure. That's all. I, I can't. <laughs> my my <laughs> this friend April, she, I, and if she's watching this, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. 
um, she had a white couch that was by her front door and the arm of her couch was so clawed up and frayed because of this, her cats, I'm assuming, um, that had just kept clawing the furniture and she just had had so much of it at that point. And she had just stopped trying to stop them. And I understand that because after so long, and it's like, well, the couch is ruined at this point. So, but I think I, I can't. he's watching. <laughs> I can't. He's watching. <laughs> I'm sorry, April, but I had to say that. I just, I can't. I appreciate people who can have cats, but I am not a cat person by any means. <laughs> <laughs> she said they're going to shred your furniture for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I will give her all the cats in the world, but I'm not a cat person. <laughs> I'm trying to get one, and we saw so many cute ones, but for some apparent reason nowadays, you need to have a, a DNA test. You need an application. You got to take this. You got to. I'm like, what is going yes. on? I just want a little, but I want a little baby. I want a little baby. And they won't let yes. us have the baby because they asked all these questions. One place wanted me to give my um, Instagram information. And I'm like, my goodness, what is going on? That's a little invasive. Um, yeah, they wanted my my social media. That's a that's just too invasive for me. I'm and they sorry. said they would come in the house. They said that they might, you know, come and see if um the house is good enough for the pets. If you have mm -hmm. kids, if you have babies, if you have other pets. And now I understand all of that, but social media, that's that's there's a fine line. And that's one that I'm not going to let anybody cross because that's my personal life. Um, I will say, though, um, when I was looking for a dog initially, um, Columbus Humane Society, Franklin County Dog Shelter is what it's called. And I, I went in and they asked me all of this information. It was personal information. Um, does your apartment complex know that you're looking for a dog? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, they don't know. I'm just here looking. And what's it to you? Like, who's to say that I'm even going to adopt a dog out of here? So I, I really felt like that was so invasive. I didn't appreciate that. But a lot of places, I guess, have to do it now. But I was told <laughs> they have to do it, especially with cats, because mm -hmm. um, a lot of people get cats for malicious reasons they get cats really? to do bad things and they like to record it um they want to know if you're gonna if you have a dog that's not friendly to cats and a lot of places won't even do it around halloween especially black cats they won't really? even yeah. give anyone any black cats during Halloween because people use them for props and stuff. So, I mean, I kind of can understand. Um, yeah, I can understand some of the reasons why, but I just want to, I want a, a, a little kitten. And the thing is, I didn't even want a pet until my son kept saying it over and over and over. And then he started sending me pictures and then it got to my heart. And then it was like, I need one. Yes. I, now it's now I'm possessed. 
Now I'm looking for like a pattern. I could crochet something and then I'm looking at names and I'm like, so now y'all going to start getting patterns for cats because I'm like so possessed now. Like I'm like obsessed. That's the, that's the word yeah. obsessed with finding a, a perfect little cat for our home. And I'm just like, I just want a little baby. I just want it. I just want, I don't want a baby, baby, a human baby. I just want a fur baby. <laughs> well look and see you know what you can find in your area um i all i can say is don't jump at the first place that you see a cat at um in, in my circumstance it was either franklin county dog shelter and then my significant other at the time suggested another place that was really close to where we lived and I actually went with that place because they only had 24 dogs on the entire floor. Whereas Franklin County Dog Shelter has like over 30. And okay. it's, it's, it's too, what's the word? It's too um, emotional. It's just too much because it's yeah. like, oh, I want to take you all home, but yeah. I can't do that. So it's don't look at one place and then just jump just keep looking and you'll know you'll know when it's your turn because they're going to look at you and you're going to look at that cat and you're going to think that's my cat and you're going to jump through hoops to get that cat well maybe i, I need to talk to april <laughs> maybe i need to talk to april so we can get some good cat toys because i'm already thinking of stuff to buy and like i'm gonna need a like like it's my actual yeah. baby like i need a blanket yeah. i'm gonna make a nice blanket for him or her and i'm gonna do it man i don't understand like i want to choke my son sometimes for making me feel <laughs> like this but i'm like so <laughs> obsessed like right now yes yes i understand <laughs> i totally get it <laughs> uh, so brandon do you have like a nice drink like an adult drink that you would like to drink or you don't I don't. Um, I just visited some friends out of town for the holidays last Monday, and I did all my drinking then, so I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm recovering. am not a drinker, but okay. let me tell you something. Since I've been online, I've been a lush. <laughs> Since I've been online, I've been really like going crazy with the the alcoholic beverages. I don't know why. Did our connection just break up a little bit or was uh, that on my end? It may have been on your end a little bit, but okay. you're good. You're good. Okay. Okay. You're good. But I was saying, um, since I've been online and since I've been doing this, that's what made me a lush. <laughs> and that's okay as long as it's in moderation so and, and you um, want to know something is definitely is in moderation because i would buy it like maybe for the weekend or like if it's a certain type of like event or like lately a lot of people have been doing happy hours online okay online happy hours and stuff like that so you know i would buy it like i still have some in the refrigerator that i didn't even open i have yeah. one bottle that was given to me that i don't even know how to open so i'm really not a drinker <laughs> i don't know how to open. I, understand. <laughs> I don't so i'm really not a drinker i'm i try to do the adult thing because 
I was very like when I was younger, I was such a crude, like never really did too much anything. Were you like the fun kid? No. Uh actually um when I moved to Columbus, that's when I went through that phase and I lived it for four years and now I'm done. <laughs> I so never was the boring or like you was boring. Yes. Yes, I, I never, I know. See, my thing was crocheting. If you sat me down in front of the TV with my mom and we had a show and I have my crochet, that's what I did for fun. I didn't even go to my prom, so because I didn't care. So, yeah. Brendan, do you know I went to my prom with chicken pox because I really mm -hmm. wanted to go to my prom? <laughs> you talking about you just didn't care? Listen, and Shauna went with chicken pox because I was not <laughs> wasting no money. <laughs> I just could not do it. I, I just didn't want to do it, didn't have an interest. I was more interested at that time with just, you know, staying at home and crocheting. So, what? yeah. Yeah, I was pretty boring. Boring. Okay, so the older I got, the more interesting I've gotten, the more I, I guess, came out of my shell because I was so boring. I didn't really have any adult beverages until maybe in my 30s. Okay. And so that was me. That was yeah, me. I really didn't see the need. I didn't see the want. I am going to even say, like, when it came down to, like, drugs and stuff like that, that was something I stayed far away from because that I had substance abuse in my family. So I stayed yeah. far away from it. But give me an edible now. It's on and popping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I understand. I Like, that was me. I <laughs> didn't see the need to drink. Um, I know people that were, when I was 18, most of the people in my graduating class were already drinking at that point. And I just had no interest to do yeah. that. I had no interest to smoke weed. I wasn't oh, any of those people like, but I've experienced it. I've done it. I will say that openly. I've experienced it and I, I'm done. I have done what I wanted to do and it's just not for me. <laughs> I can actually say that I, and I'm 40 I'm 42 so it's a certain level of maturity now that I am at so it's not like I'm gonna go run out and you know do all kinds of things but now that I'm older if I hang out with the ladies we may have hookah and but they all say oh you don't drink or you don't smoke or you don't do this so it's like they passed off like, I'm like, hold on. You ain't even giving me a chance. Because they automatically say, oh, that's not Shauna. That's not Shauna. But this right. Shauna is like, okay, can I at least try the hookup? Like, <laughs> at least let me try. She just passing it. Like, that's how, that's how they are with me. Because I'm just that. I literally sit there in a meeting and crochet. I would sit in a meeting and crochet. And if someone tell me, don't bring. I'm gonna really bring it because now, now you, now you testing me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me don't bring. His yeah. that's the problem. 
I understand (laughs) that. (laughs) Yes, don't tell me that. Like, let me make that choice. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. And I've been in situations where I didn't bring because I'm trying to respect the person that made this whole big thing happen. And then my whole night was, it was not as great as it could have been because. If I would have bought my crochet and hook, my yarn and hook, I may yeah. not have touched it. But now, because I didn't bring it, I'm finding all this time where I can use it. And now I'm mad at you. <laughs> but don't tell me don't bring it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, see, for me, I, if you tell me don't bring it, that's fine. And I'll say why, that's fine. So my thing is I crochet a lot of bigger pieces. Um shawls are my thing so and i actually have one in my bag in the kitchen um still trying to do it and it's a paid commission but and it's just one of those things you don't want to want me to bring it that's fine because it's already too big anyways so (laughs) (laughs) i get it yeah (laughs) i get that (laughs) have you ever made any patterns i have made some patterns um they didn't go anywhere. Um, it just, I'm not a real big pattern person. You give me a pattern and I'll do it, but I, I'm not really a big pattern writer. I never could get into it. I don't think I could get into the pattern writing. I just like to do it. Yes. I have so many things in my head and I will execute it and I will execute it like Flawless. And people be like, oh, you got a pattern? No, I freehand. But I think that word freehand is very loose nowadays because there's a lot of people will say freehand even when they didn't freehand it because they don't want no one to know how to do it. Right. And that's what's wrong with us people. (laughs) Yes, and I'm guilty of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guilty of that. Uh, My straw pattern that I use, actually, it's um, the one that I sent you the picture of, actually. Um, so many people looked at that picture um, when my friend posted that, and they're like, do you have a pattern for that? No, I don't have a pattern. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, I have a pattern. I'm just not going to share it with you because it's one of my favorite patterns. So it's... I, I, I <laughs> horrible but you know what though it was a point in time when I was very stingy but I was very stingy to one particular person and the reason why is because it's always that one person that don't say hi don't say hello don't say good morning don't say nothing but pattern 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 Yeah. And yeah, that pattern. That's and and sometimes you'll get the occasional. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that pattern. (laughs) And so it got to the point where I was like, this bitch asked me one more time for a pattern. I swear, I'm gonna find her. And I'm gonna (laughs) do her pattern all right. Yeah. Pattern all up her ass. But that's a that's how (laughs) I had to I had to like say, okay, Shauna, like it's not that serious. If I have a pattern, and especially if it's a paid pattern, I will share the link. If it's a pattern that's free, I will share the link. But if it's something that I made and I don't have a pattern, I'm going to say I don't have a pattern. I'm freehanded. 
But yeah. this particular chick, she didn't want to pay for anything. That's the thing. She didn't want to pay for anything. Oh, yeah. She wanted everybody to give it to her for free. And it got to the yeah. point where I started ignoring her. So she would say pattern, and I would click. <laughs> There's and always that one. There's always day, that one. Yeah. All these years. I don't even understand why I still have a have her as a Facebook friend. <laughs> All these years, she still says, not just to me, but other people. And I can see it in my group. Pattern, pattern. And I'll, I'll be like, I know good and well y'all not going to give her that damn pattern. Don't you give her that damn pattern. Because it's to the point where it's like, you don't even say hello. Hi, how oh, are you? Right. What's going on? What? And then one day she made something. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked it, and it was really cute. It was a hat, and the way she made the hat was really nice. I said, "This okay. is really nice. Like, I really like yeah. this." Do you, by any chance, happen to have a pattern, or did you freehand it? She goes, <laughs> "I freehand it." I okay. said, "So, what stitch did you use? Do you mind telling me?" Now, I didn't even say this on the yeah. post I inboxed her because I'm okay. trying to be respectful, you know? And so I said, what stitch did you use? I don't remember. Now you didn't ask me millions and millions and millions of times for patterns. I gave right. you a lot of them. And yeah. you can tell me what stitch you use. Oh no, I would cut her off. It's, it's a done deal. <laughs> I, I think that the whole just saying pattern thing that's disrespectful. I, I hate that. I, I hate it. Like, have the decency to say to me, how are you? Or, oh, that's a great pattern. Do you happen to have a shareable pattern? Exactly. There, I feel like there should be some type of some type of etiquette when it comes to something like that. But you say something about it, and it's a problem. So... Well. Yeah, well, I just ignore her now. And I, like I said, I don't know why I never deleted her or anything, but she's in my group and she still does it. Now, this is like five, six years later. Okay. And she still does it. I know uh, somebody in the comments got to know who I'm talking about because she does <laughs> it all the time in my group. But. Yeah. Hey, to each his own. If they want to share, share. That's fine. As long as I don't approve of people giving away paid, um, paid. paid. I think I need to yeah. stop sipping. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with people giving away paid patterns because that right there takes a lot of time and energy for yeah. patterns, and you know. It, that right there is not fair because there is some people out there that say I'll inbox it to you and that's a paid pattern and that's that's real shisty because you want to yeah. be nice and sociable that you're taking away from somebody's um, basically their income this right. is hard this is yeah. real hard like you don't understand I get two cents for this two oh cents. yeah two cents oh really yeah, I get two cents. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> exactly. And you still do it. But I mean, but at least you have a passion to do it. because. And that's I why know. I do it, because I, I have yeah. a passion of teaching. And I want people to know that I learned how to crochet based off of my depression, 
and my sickness and everything that I went through being homeless and having breast cancer. So that was the reason why I decided to do this podcast. And it wasn't about the money. Now, if you're going to give me money, fine. But it really, really honestly wasn't about the money. And my crochet, I did it because I loved it. Yeah. So is there anything else you would like us to know about you? Um, the only thing that I really can say, um, don't be, how do I want to say that? Because this is, I'll just say this. So there was a pattern on Pinterest. And not even so much a pattern. It was just more of a picture of a hat. And I wanted to try and recreate it. And I've done this several times with other things. Um, I, I just need to see a picture of it. And I can usually make a replica of it. Um, so there was a lady who um, was in a crochet group. And prior to this, I had added her to my Facebook. Um, and I... we happen to actually be in the same crochet group so i have posted a picture or a screenshot of this hat and i said does anybody have any idea how i can recreate this because i couldn't figure out how really it could be recreated and usually i'm pretty good at doing that and she went on her live on facebook and i was saying hey how are you blah blah you know making small talk and she attacked me because I have went into this group with a screenshot of her work. And she goes, well, my name is on the picture. You could have just bought the pattern. So I appreciate, you know, that people are trying to sell patterns. But if I can try to replicate it, I'm not going to buy the pattern. Because it doesn't make sense to me to pay you for something. And I know I can recreate it. So... Just don't be one of those people, whoever is watching this. If there's something that somebody wants, I kind of feel like I'm contradicting myself with my shawl pattern. But don't be one of those people that are like, well, you did this, that, and the other. Because in the crochet world, I found if you say something negative or it comes off a certain type of way, you can be shunned for it, really. And it's sad that in this world, our, our uh, community, really, that, that happens. But it unfortunately does. So, but I don't go out to try to steal patterns. That's just what I am and who I am. I, I'm more of a recreator. And if I can't figure it out, then I'm going to buy the pattern. But that's all I have to say on that one. So, <laughs> all right, let me understand this, right? So you're saying if you could look at something, you could recreate it without even buying it. That's what you would do because that's what I do sometimes. Sometimes I could look oh, at yeah. something and I don't need to buy it. But oh, let yeah. me tell you, sometimes yeah. even though I know that I can look at something and I could say that's a double crochet, I could make that into a V-stitch and I could do that. and I, You know, I could do that. Sometimes I still buy the pattern. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I still buy it because I know that person worked hard and I just want to support. I'm the type of person, and I learned this from my girlfriend, Gail. She uh, always support. She, cro she crochets very well. And she actually bought other crocheters items. I, did, I didn't understand that part. I don't <laughs> understand that part. 
If yeah. I can crochet my own bathing suit, I'm going to crochet my own bathing suit. But she actually oh, bought right. two different bathing suits from two different people. And yeah. she supported them. Yeah. I don't understand that part. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, I bought your stitch markers even though I didn't know what I was going to do. But then I found that I did actually need it. So, yes, I do support other people. And so <laughs> if I... If I want to purchase a pattern that I know I can, like those, the thigh highs, I know I can do it myself, but I would purchase it anyway, just to help out and support that person. That's what I would do. But to, if I was to see your post and, and that was my pattern, it would have been a different type of conversation. It wouldn't be. I'm sure you wouldn't have you wouldn't have went on live and attacked me about it. I'm sure about that because see, my thing is I wouldn't have had a problem paying the five or six dollars for it had she approached me differently about it. But to blast me on your page like that for no reason, oh no, I'm not going to pay you six dollars for what. So yeah, I, it's I feel a like, certain way you talk to people. Yeah. I am yeah. going to mention this. This is how I got really, really cool with uh, Busy uh, What is? I keep saying Busy Y. <laughs> Her name is Busy Peach. But she okay. spells it B-Z-Y. Peach. So okay. I got really, really, really cool with her. And we are like damn near buddies now. And we spend every Saturday afternoon together with a bunch of other ladies. I met her because I purchased her pattern. I purchased okay. her mask pattern. What I did was, though, I used her, her pattern and I made it. The thing mm -hmm. about it is I'm always using something for a graph in. I'm always making a graph in. So okay. I couldn't really do her pattern and add my graph in because her pattern is so intricate. It's really beautiful. But it's so much going on i really couldn't use it so i had to make up my own way but i okay. did use the pattern as a guy when i did that i added the picture and i started posting it that's how she found me she okay. found me she know that i purchased because it shows you on etsy and she right. inboxed me she was like oh my god this is beautiful i love what you did with it can you yeah. just give me a little credit and you want to know something? At first, I, did, I thought it was someone else. So I'm like, but I didn't even use your pattern. I'm like, what are you talking about? But when I actually looked her up and I realized who it was and, and, and it was her mask and I did, it was an inspiration. Her, her mask, her pattern, her work was my inspiration. So I actually went back to every single picture that I had, every single post that I had, and I put um, inspired by. So that's something I think it does help. Oh, yeah. If we at least put inspired by. And that's something that made me think. But that's the way she came to me, like a real MVP, a really great person. She came about it in the right way. She wasn't disrespectful or anything. And that's what I think we all should do. And that's and I feel like the more we all are um like that, the more we are willing to share, the more we are willing to help each other out because everybody is so mean and everybody's like possessive and don't want to share anything. But yeah. 
that's exactly why I shared that story because now her and I are so cool and it was because of this one pattern which I'm going to make um I'm going to make this pattern actually soon but before we go I have a request the okay. request is what is your favorite thing to make and what is the worst thing <laughs> Um, favorite thing by far, by far, um, hands down is I love prayer shawls and, um, pocket shawls. Pocket shawls are really high up on the list for me because I know I can knock one of those out and it, it's done. Um, the thing that I hate the most making would be Afghans. I hate it. Um, I remember a few years ago, this was, this was like six years ago. Um, I had just figured out how to do the corner to corner stitch and, um, it, it swear to God, it took me two years to finish the Afghan because I wanted a king size version of it. And it took me two years to finish it. I you went wrong with the C two C, but that's another story. <laughs> I got so far with it. I think I got halfway through that Afghan, and I put it away because I just I was so tired of looking at it. It was so much work. The colors, I got tired of looking at the colors, so I put it away for two years, and then suddenly I pulled it back out those two years later, and. Finished it, but I haven't made another one since. So I would have to definitely say Afghans. I hate it. They take the most time. I'm more about quick. Yeah. So um, definitely pocket shawls are really high up on the list for me as far as a favorite. So that means no Grafkins. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'll try it, but. That's not so big. If it's a huge blanket, oh no. It's like but you don't even 20. have to make a blanket. A graph in doesn't have to be a blanket. It could be something really small. Well, you know what? I might try it because I, I'm curious to uh, try something different other than, you know, the occasional pocket shawl or hat and scarf. I don't really make a lot of things anymore, but, you know, back when I was really into it, Oh, I was making everything. So maybe I will do that just to say I've done it. Yeah, you could do a pillow. Like I'm, I did a couple of quick things, like uh, the headbands with like a heart on it, a little mm -hmm. bag. I'm, I'm trying to do a fanny pack. Like it's certain little things that I'm trying to do. Everything I do has to have a, a, a grafting because I'm grafting queen. But it doesn't have to be an intricate. Um, image either it could be something really okay. simple like a heart or a cross or a, an issue or something like that and okay. that's what i'm trying to explain to people that it doesn't have to be this huge because a lot of people are intimidated by graphians and that's fine but it, it's really not you don't have to make a huge afghan every single time it could be something really small and now that i'm cutting down my custom orders yeah, very saying it, but I'm cutting down my custom <laughs> orders because the majority of my income is coming from this and making graphs and doing patterns. So okay. um, I'm going to be doing more patterns and doing more things with graph hands that people don't think you can do, but you can. 
And I have okay. specialty yarn, novelty yarn that I'm using to make graph gans, and people don't think that you can, and you really can. So I just needed the time to do it. So that's why I started cutting down my. It's hard telling people no, I can't do it. Uh, yes, it's yes. hard. But I have been saying no lately, and people are like, "What? Who else am yeah. I going to go to?" But <laughs> this, the custom orders take too much time, and I make more money in one hour online than I do making a custom order. So I got wow, okay. to And that's why I do Mentor Mondays, because I explain that. And Little John and I are coming out with a show. Little okay. John Barnes. We're coming out with a show starting January 13th on a Wednesday. January 13th is called Crochet Gone Wild. Okay. Crochet going wild Wednesday. So, you know, we're some two crazy ass chicks that's going to come on here and just go wild with crochet. And we kind of sort of like knock each other out. Like we compliment each other because she, she's not as wild as I am. But, you know, I kind of like put that rough side out of her too. <laughs> but okay. it's going to be fun. It's going to start January 13th. So if you want to check us out, it'll be on yeah. her page first. And then we're going to alternate my page and her page. And okay. that's it. I really want to thank you so much, Brendan, for coming on here and letting us know who you are and getting to know who you are. Thank um, you for having my- me. <laughs> Of course, of course. But if you want, you can check us out. I, I do my podcast on Sundays and Mentor Monday. Um, I do different mentoring things. I talk about business, how to make money, um, different ways how to make money, different way how to do patterns and stuff. Tomorrow, we're going to use this. Um, what is it? Uh, this thing right here. Kiki. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. He is going to show us how to do that tomorrow. So, okay. y'all, if you have your Centra or Loops and Thread, because I got both of them, if you have them, bring them out. We're going to start learning how to do the Addy. I don't have an Addy machine. I have those cheap things. So, if you want to um, learn how to do it, make sure you have your yarn. Make sure you have your Addy machine or your little cheap machines. And he's going to show us how to do it. Next week, we got two more beautiful people it's gonna be unique who made the crochet song and you know that crochet song everybody knows everybody yeah it's on my page i posted it on my page she's gonna be on um mentor monday and um no she's gonna be on my podcast next sunday and then i got prima witch prima witch is gonna be um on my mentor monday and she's going to talk about her craft and she's going to talk about uh, she's a Wiccan and she's going to talk okay. about how um, her craft is and what she does. She makes beautiful, beautiful shawls on a loom. She's very, very like spontaneous. She doesn't stay in one location. Like I love her spirit. I love her body and soul like she has this whole like soul thing going on. And I just love that about her. And she's okay. going to be on next week. Um, I think everybody will enjoy the next. This this right here, like today, tomorrow, <laughs> and next week, like we going out with a bang. So 
2021, I, I got a whole lineup. Like, it's going to be popping, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. So, thank you so much. And we're going to deport. Don't go nowhere, oh, Brandon, because I need my stitch marks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have a good one, everybody. And I will see you tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Time with Kiki to learn how to do the Addy Machine.